Hi there, it's Gary Turner here, host of the Valley Through Vulnerability podcast. Uh, today is Monday the 9th of December 2019. We're coming towards the end of not only this year, but the end of this decade. And we've got the, probably the biggest election in a generation, well, another one taking place in a few days' time. And it's had me reflecting on the first 85 episodes of this podcast, I, the last time I did a reflective episode, I think it was back in episode 35, but in case it's helpful for anybody that's out there, not just due to this week's events, but more widely, some of the key themes that have come up time and time again, uh, in case this is helpful for you, the listener, first of all, around self. What do we mean by self? We're on about what's going on inside of us. What is our thinking? What are the stories we're telling ourselves? How are we processing or allowing our emotions to either go through us or own us? I've learned so much myself over the last few years. And in fact, everything comes back to fundamentally the stories we're telling ourselves and our thinking in the moment. Yet we spend billions on leadership development. We spend trillions on military. We just spend a ridiculous amount of money, which at the end of the day is just energy, on these preventative measures um, when within us we have got everything we could ever need. If we just allowed ourselves to connect on a human level, have adult, adult conversations, and create the safe space that allows us to unleash one another's brilliance. So this working on self-peace, it sounds like I'm oversimplifying it, but I'm not. It is that simple. It takes intentionality, and that's a difficult thing. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is ridiculously simple. So the first piece there is around this self-leadership, um, you know, self-awareness, you know, talking about being more vulnerable, which I do a lot on this podcast. But it all comes back to our thinking about ourselves and about those that are around us. So if you're listening to me, what are you, what stories are you telling yourselves right now? What beliefs are you holding? that may or may not be serving you anymore. And when did you last challenge them? That's one of the summary points I wanted to share with you. So that's really the starting with self-peace. If we then look at how we show up for others, how empathetic are we? How deeply do we listen, as in properly listen? I've had a wonderful experience, and in fact I'm still midway through it at this point, um, around the Nancy Klein's thinking partnership or thinking environment. Uh, I've been blessed to spend some time with Jane Atter Grant, who's the uh, master facilitator of this. But experiencing firsthand what generative listening feels like, not just sounds like, but feels like, is truly world-changing. Why does this matter? I thought that listening, or, you know, intently listening or active listening, whilst that's helpful... It's not the same as generative listening when you're just there for the other person and helping their thinking. It's about them, not about you. And I guess it does link back to the self-peace I described earlier on. But the ability to truly and deeply be present for another human being is not something we've, any of us have been taught. Our parents haven't taught us. Education hasn't taught us. But surprise, slowing down, being present listening generatively to other human and for other human beings. This stuff is gold dust. 
absolute gold dust, but none of us are, we're all looking in the wrong direction. We're looking at things outside of us, you know, next job title, next car. You know, I've been there, done that. I burnt myself out chasing the wrong things. What do you already have? No matter how small or whatever your measuring system is against that, you know, are you breathing? Do you have a community? Do you know people? You know, it really is these base elements of humanity that are our foundation to connect more deeply, I believe. So there's this self-peace, there's a listening piece, there's the inclusion piece, and this is something that I have been really challenged on personally over the last 85 episodes, but I feel I've grown exponentially through, is that, again, we are already, we all already belong. We are already included before somebody somewhere throughout time sticks a label on something, whether it be black, transgender, white, English speaker, come from the Caribbean, you know, anything that's a label, whilst as people talk, it's easy for people and to, uh, to identify quicker, it takes, it takes less time to have to think through who is this person or where are they from, but does it serve us, back to the point about presence, time is elastic, time is elastic, we have got enough time, but we've just filled our lives full of busyness and extremities and externalities, now we'd rather spend more time, and let's try not to sound judgmental here, you know, we'd rather spend more time at social media, of which I'm pretty bad myself, than talking to another human being. And I was at the Meaning Conference recently, and this is such a p- profound realisation for me. Uh, I think the guy was Paul Sampson, um, who's a, a journalist. And he spoke about the fact um, that if you go to um, an automatic telling machine, for example, you go to the, the automatic checkout, a Tesco's or, you know, 7-Eleven or wherever your local convenience store may be. How often do you go to the automatic, quick, fast-paced, take it, scan it, go, versus the human being behind the till? And this hit me profoundly, bearing in mind that one of my core values is connection. I've been that guy, rushy, 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 busy, busy. But what I forgot to reflect upon is, and I saw this in real time, some of the people that were trying to use the automatic till took longer than I did to speak to the human being, which included an exchange of a smile, we had a joke, we asked what each other were doing at the weekend. Some people spent more time looking for a carrier bag than scanning their items than it took me to go via the human being. I just want to hold that for a second. How many other examples are there of like that in your own life, where we believe we're getting time back, we end up spending more of it? Um, it's just, yeah, just such an interesting reflection for me. So there's something there around time, intentionality, something around being more vulnerable, um, you know, really looking at ourself first before we look at the outside world and believe that it's causal to our well-being and to our success and to our growth. And this inclusion part, you know, what if we looked at every other human being? What if we believed in our heart that actually we are all connected? that there is actually enough in this world. I just think there is such profound opportunity for human growth, human potential. And, you know, the more I talk to people, you know, this, this augmentation, of, augmentation of tech, you know, automation of roles, bloody right we should be automating the roles. Why, why did anybody want to put on purchase orders or sales orders and do the same thing every day, repeatedly, same terms, same price, like soul destroying. Why do we not want to be doing higher value work? Why do we not want to be 
going out and meeting customers or building new relationships or working at the local school or youth club. Now, why do we not be wanting to do something that involves human connection and value creation rather than repetitive admin tasks? So I'm totally for mass automation, but we do need to be seeing our humans as the human beings that they are and not the robots that unfortunately many organisations still treat their human beings as. Because ultimately we are looking to replace robots with robots at the moment. And I think that's a deeply profound reflection that everybody needs to be thinking about, particularly those in leadership roles, but also ourselves. If we think about the courage piece, very closely linked to vulnerability, but when did you, if you have taken the time to listen to my reflections here, when did you last step into your courage? When did you last do something that felt just a little bit scary, but you did it anyway because you believed in it so much, it was values aligned, or it just, it just felt the right thing to do? I think the more that we can surround ourselves with people, not that, not groupthink, not people that just listen and think and speak like us, but people that challenge us, like the Humans First movement, and this is where actually these reflectors have been prompted from today, because Mike Vacanti, the founder of the Humans First um, movement, led the conversation today on self-leadership, but it just resonates so much with me personally, particularly in view of some of the, um, yeah, the wider macroeconomic and political discussions that are forthcoming. And it just really strikes me so, so hard that we don't have community. We, sh- we do not have community and we seem to have lost our way. I've lost my way in previous years. You know, we've become so hyper-individualistic. It's all about money and materialism and I, I, I. And there's a lot of people talking about moving towards we and Jeremy Scrivens, fantastic chap down in Australia, has spoke one of the first people I saw speaking to this a few years ago. Focusing on ourselves as individuals is not a problem. It's great for us to be striving for personal growth. But we do it in community. We do it with and for each other as well as for ourselves. This is an and equation. It's not an or equation. And I think we've been brought up on the systems, again, accidentally, by parents, but then more intentionally, but by accident, I guess, through the education system and into the world of work. We've been brought up on a scarcity mindset. It's all about us it's all about now, it's all about more, 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 it's all about take. You know, every single element of the current paradigm is broken. Every element. Take, you know, just, I just, I can't emphasize that enough. Every element of the current paradigm is broken at a societal level. But I am hopeful, and this is a word I use a lot, I am actually hopeful that the pain that we are feeling, the frustration, the anxiety, for some of these bigger systemic challenges around environmental, around the lack of regenerative leadership, something I'm only starting to get into um, recently. Things are changing. They will change for the better. They just will. And I think my podcast that came out today, again, it's 9th of December 2019, was with a wonderful human being called uh, Lubna Forsley Badir. She's based over in... um, over in Dubai, she saw firsthand the Lebanese war, saw people literally dying in front of her, yet she takes that experience as fuel, although she's scared of death in itself, she is driven to leave stories behind as to what mattered to her, and I really uh, invite you to go and have a listen to that podcast, it's episode number 86 of the Value Through Vulnerability podcast of which you're listening, and there's something deeply profound that she said, which was, 
one of the few things that are ir- irreplaceable on this planet for us as humans are the stories we leave behind. And that's part of these reflections. I've been inspired by Lubna to leave something behind that mattered to me. God forbid something happened in an hour or a week or a month or a year's time. I'm very grateful for the world. I have my new wife, Jackie, the kids, and I'm very hopeful for the future, but you just never know. And I loved her storytelling around the fact that one of the few irreplaceable things are the stories we leave behind. So this, I hope, bears out to be one of those stories. I, like Mike Vacanti, believe in better. I'm so grateful to have thousands of amazing human beings that have given their time to connect with me over the last three years as I've looked to grow and give back more and get away from my, get out of my own way from someone that was myopically focused on just the metrics of increasing personal wealth. None of that's bad. None of that's bad, but one of my, one of my key tenants and it's partly why I set up the listening organisation as my side hustle, whilst I still work full-time, is to create and facilitate the safe spaces that unleash people's potential. Because we've all got the answers you have got, all the answers you could ever need within you. You may not be able to see them yet. You might need support in removing some of the noise um, that's over-covering those innate gifts, as well as the gifts you want to develop. But you are already enough. We all are already enough. And if we can just lean in and come from that position of abundance rather than lack, the system of lack that we've all been brought up on, there is so much opportunity for every single one of us on this planet. So I've talked about inclusion, talked about courage, talked about leading from self. These are all themes that have really helped fuel my personal growth. And I believe they'll help fuel your personal growth as well. So connection. Connection is just so, so important. The media would have us believe that we are all isolated islands, which is why I barely watch any of the news, probably maximum 30 minutes a quarter. But there's just so much opportunity for us to come together. And Humans First, I have to mention again, is one of those, one of those communities. It's completely free. There is no agenda apart from connecting on a deeply human level and having conversations like I'm reflecting on, but in community with a group of other awesome human beings. The number of people I've met through Humans First over the last six months, it's only been since April, uh, six or seven months, it's not just meeting people, it's connecting on a deeply human level and being able to have conversations that most of us have never had with our partners, with our families. You know, People go there very, very quickly because they feel safe and they want better. They know that we as a one singular human race that we all are, we can do better and we should do better and we have the ability to do better. And I'm really, really actually excited to see what happens after this week. I'm sure there's going to be some pain within the UK general election. There's going to be some dysfunction. But I think I liken this to, sorry for the analogy, but when you have a, it's called a scab in the UK, so you might wound your arm and the skin starts to regrow again. Then it all sort of crusts over. Sorry for that language, but you know where I'm going. I feel like that's where we are at a, as a singular global society. You know, we are actually reconnecting en masse. The skin growth is reconnecting. We are finding each other. And technology is a major amplifier and enabler of that. And I'd like to move on to that point again. I spoke briefly about automation and how actually I'm very pro it in the right circumstances. But my network has grown exponentially and so can yours too. Um, if you're not always, if you're not already intentionally growing it, 
through the use of Zoom, through the use of Skype, through the use of technology, it's incredibly humbling how many people are willing and interested to connect with another human being when you do so from a place of abundance and without ulterior motive. It's what we're here to do. We are wired to belong, as Kevin Monroe would say. You know, we are wired to connect. So I'm not sure if these ramblings are helpful. Uh, I just felt really moved to do it. It's called Value Through Vulnerability, so I'm going to put it out without any editing. I'm not even going to listen to it again um, until after the election. Um, that's a promise I'm making myself. So uh, I'll probably listen to this again on Monday the 16th of December, or maybe after, uh, maybe over the weekend, but certainly post the election result. I'm just wondering how I'm going to feel about it. And I'm wondering what my stepchildren will think about this when they listen to it in one month, two months, three months, 30 years time if if I'm maybe gone by then hopefully not maybe we've got a few more a few more years uh, if the universe deals it up but I'm hopeful you know we can do better we must do better and there's just a huge opportunity but we do need to rebalance the economy we do need to improve the systems within which we operate there's a lot of the B Corps movement is getting a lot of uh, press at the moment we've got the business round table in the US talking we need more purposeful and more stakeholder um, distribution rather than just shareholder distribution. So these are all signs that things are going to change. Things are changing. They will continue to change. And every one of us has got the opportunity to grow with these systemic changes, regardless of what your home situation is, whether you're a carer, maybe you're a stay-at-home parent, maybe you're someone that travels all around the world. It doesn't matter. That doesn't define who you are. What does define who you are is the contribution that you make, regardless of what that looks like. Contribution, connection, growth. If we just focus on just those things with others and for ourselves from a place of abundance, I'm absolutely sure and I'm confident that the current systemic challenges that we have globally, they will, over time, be eradicated. I think I'm going to sort of wrap up there. I've noticed I've got to 18 minutes. If anybody's been kind enough to get this far... Thank you for sharing me and my ramblings and my reflections. I hope they are in some way thought-provoking. I'd be interested in your challenges, your thoughts, anything else that comes up for you. And I thought, I've got a platform here. I've got a platform, so why not use it, uh, no matter how small it might be. Um, yeah, You are enough, I am enough, we are all enough, and we are all genuinely connected. We did all come from this one thing at some point in time. So I think the sooner we realise that, the sooner we can all step up, rise up together. And I wish, whatever, should you be in the UK listening to this? I wish you well. And please do use your vote, whatever that looks like for you. But please vote from a place of abundance and opportunity and not through fear and lack. And yeah, all the best for now. My name is Gary Turner. This is the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. I hope this has served you. You can find me at GaryTurner0 on Twitter or at gary.turner at thelisteningorganisation.co.uk you can find me on LinkedIn uh, I've attended on I've joined a number of podcasts recently um, outlining some of my own personal journey the last five years should that be of interest to you including how we've helped exactly this sort of message within my work organisation transform a team of 15 salespeople to a more purpose and collaborative team increasing sales by 6 million and gross margin by 1.5 no, that's what this, is all, this message is all about but it's just really to wrap up by saying 
there is so much more value to be created individually and collectively if we just slow down, come together and see that there is enough for everyone. Till next time. Cheers.